welcome back to Hope This Is Helpful, where we share our intrable perspective about everything and nothing. I am Tiara, and this is my co-host, Delay, my husband. That's what I put out to y'all. Oh, I forgot the cards. Ooh, okay. Tied out. Do you want me to do them, or do you want me to get them real quick? Okay. All right, so we are going to do our um, skin deep cards where we ask each other a question and we're going to answer it for you guys together. Um, sorry, so the question is, which one of my friends don't you trust? Answer it in a way that doesn't say names, but kind of like, I guess maybe just why you don't trust that person. I don't, it's not a trust, no, I wouldn't say that. I don't, there's not, there isn't, you don't have any friends I don't trust. You don't have any friends that I don't distrust, I'll say that. Um, Friends that I don't agree with their core values, maybe. Their core values don't line up with our core values. Um, but I wouldn't say I distrust them because I do trust them. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's all. Core values. I'm not fine with that. That's 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 life. Everybody's stuff doesn't line up. You still you still can be compatible and still have a conversation and still respect each other's differences in the day. I'm cool. People can't respect that. I will say, um, I guess my answer would be more like what your answer was, because I think that for me, you have a friend who I think the core values don't line up, and then that makes me apprehensive about the friendship. That makes me nervous that it's not um, extremely genuine. Like, their motives aren't as pure as I would like for them yeah. to be. However, it we'll give it time yeah, and see where it goes. And we've already discussed uh, the people we were referring to. We've already had conversations about these individuals. So I think we both know how we feel about the other person and what we're um, looking out for in regards to, you know, me for him and him for me. Yes. Um, and I think we both respect each other's differences and ideas and thoughts and those concerns. So, all right. Next. I've a lot since the last podcast. <laughs> well, they don't know that because I know, but you know, we don't know when they don't know I'm when we recorded these. I've grown a lot in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next segment, which I don't still have a name for, but I guess there's stories about our daughter. So we're going to share, uh, I guess, an interesting or funny story about our kid because on this podcast you don't really get to see her, so it's our way for you guys to kind of get to know us and her a little bit better by sharing a story that we have chosen to share that she hopefully will not be embarrassed by in the future because we do like to respect her privacy yes you want to go first let me go first i mean i i, I um i'm just getting back home from being sick for a little while um i mean i don't have a story story per se i just i'd like to see her growing i love to see her doing things um even though it's on our couch but i like to see her doing her gymnastics and She's in something, but I like to see her involved and actually, like, still doing, like, all off times. Like, it's not just, oh, I gotta go to gymnastics. Like, she actually likes it, and it's like, crap, now I gotta find a way to build a big-ass gymnasium. So, it's just, I like that motivation, though. So, it's, you know, I'm, I'm, that's, I mean, that's the story I have. I don't, I gotta get better with the stories. Because I got stories. The kid, the kid, the kid be trying me. So, I got <laughs> stories. Yeah, I think it's it's cute to see that she's enjoying gymnastics and like even as she's watching it on tv a little bit more um not just jumping off of our couch but actually looking forward to going to class she doesn't like to drive she doesn't like going on the highway 
Um, but to see her practicing things at home, I think is adorable. And it does kind of motivate us to be like, okay, we thought this house was perfect. We probably need a bigger house um, so that she has space for all of these things because we don't have anywhere to build her mm -hmm. a space with the equipment that she would need to practice gymnastics in a way that I would love for her to. Well, it depends. If she ends up into like the bars or like those type of things take up a lot of space. I'll say they're gonna let throw one of the big storage joints, like like which we'll call it God. But then what do you do in the winter? Eat it. Okay. So my story about Noel is also about this past uh weekend when Leon was in the hospital and we, we were having a rough time, me and her together and um she ended up lying to me and when I I think I don't remember what I said to her, but when I kind of asked her, uh, like, why she felt the need to not be able to tell me the truth, she said to me, "Cause mommy, even when I tell you the truth, you are frustrated." So she said, "So I lie, so that you don't, so that you're not frustrated." And I couldn't even be upset about it. I was very proud of her. I was proud of us and how we parent her. That she feels safe enough um, in her environment to be honest. To be honest about the hard things and it is something that i would like to work on it's something that we we actually just discussed yesterday with our parenting coach um because uh i think my ba her baseline for me is that i do just seem very like i'm not happy you know like i think she sees me more frustrated and she sees me actually happy and so i think she's always trying to find out like you know how is mommy feeling what's going on with mommy and you know it's more than just the words it's the body language so i think that even in knowing that she made a mistake um and i can see him as mistakes i you know i'm not angry at her when things happen when mistakes happen um but saying that sometimes it's not enough for a kid her age so she can read my body language and you know a lot of it is the exhaustion and the frustration of having to still clean it up having to still um help her through whatever decision that she made if she's running some sort of an experiment or you know she tried something and she found out it didn't work the way it was supposed to it's still overwhelming for me it's still flustering but you know it's 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 kind of i guess it's layered you know like it's parenting the way that we do is not the easiest thing to do and um but end of the day i was proud of her for feeling safe enough to be honest with me and allowing me an opportunity to be able to grow from it and um Give her what she needs so that she can be honest. All right. So our topic at hand today is. I'll okay. just watch this video. Just watch this video. When accessibility is hella inconvenient. Like why do I have to take back-to-back -back ramps just to get down to ground level? <laughs> Meanwhile people get a straight shot down the stairs.
This was stupid. Now that we watched the video, we're going to tell you what we think is wrong with the video. And we also want to discuss how these things affect our our basic life as a family. So if people don't understand how important accessibility is, how much more it is than just doing what is required, we would like to share how, from our perspective, because we have to live with it, how this affects us. So first thing, if this is your first time listening, I, my name is Leon. I am a C, what am I? A C6 T3 quadriplegic, so I use a wheelchair. So if you're wondering why we talk about accessibility, we're talking about um, interable couples, um, just differences, this is why. Um, because you may not be able to tell now, but I am in a wheelchair. Um, and things that affect wheelchair users affect me. Yes. So when Leon says that he's a C6, T3, that means his injury level goes from his nipple line down. So he has lack of sensation, decreased sensation. So, um, you know, if you would like to see what he looks like, you can watch this on our YouTube channel. At Harris Hope and Humor, you can check us out on Instagram or TikTok, also at Harris Hope and Humor, and you can kind of see he will present as if he does not look like a quadriplegic. Please keep it to yourself if you don't agree. He is a quadriplegic. We know exactly what that means. We don't need you to tell us something that we that you think we don't know. And so, I'm gonna let you. Talk so about the yeah. Rant. So this rant, um, I don't know where it said. I didn't do my research where it said. I just watched it and I got annoyed. <laughs> I think it's California, but don't quote me. Yeah, I imagine it is knowing her. Um, so basically, it's a, I guess it's at a nice place, a nice venue, a big venue, big resort, hotel or something that has a lot of steps. So somebody designed a ramp, but the ramp kind of cut across the steps. Yeah, you in the planning room, you, you, all you guys that are engineers thought it was a decent idea and made it like inclusive, but actually, Aesthetically pleasing. yeah, it sucks though. Because I'm first wheelchair users, yeah, it sucks for wheelchair users, but I'm thinking about the person that's in a cane that had a stroke. If they gotta go there, they have to decide if they wanna stumble up the steps or if they wanna take an extra eighteen minutes to walk around in the heat. Or you know what I'm saying? Like depending yeah. on what it is. I wanna try to describe it for the people that are listening that didn't see the video. And gotcha. so it's like imagine you're like you're somewhere with multiple flights of stairs and the ramp is on both sides of the stairs so in order to get down it you almost have to make this super long s winding, just winding, winding back and so forth. you go down you might have to go down the ramp on the left but then you have to go, come in front of the steps to get to the right side to come back down the ramp on the right side and then back again to the left and then back again to the right until you get to the bottom and she did this maybe what five times i saw i was gonna say five to six times yeah. Um, one of the comments on her video said that it took them 10 minutes to get down the ramp where people were walking down the steps. It only took them three minutes to get down the steps. And so, um, in terms of... that's a power chair. Not to cut you off. Oh, yeah. She's also she's in, in a power, power chair. chair. I would say, hell no. I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, I ain't going. And so, the difference between the power chair and the manual chair is that you um, power chair users have the ability to use electricity and the push of a button to power their chair to get to where they go versus someone like Leon who uses his arms and shoulders to um, to uh, maneuver his wheelchair. And so a lot of these things, they do have to make you think twice about what we want to do as a family, places we want to go as a family, what that experience is like, you know, even just 
in terms of like a date night if we wanted to go on a date night i would feel like crap at the end of that date night or the beginning of the date night because now i have to watch him go through all of this do i go with him do i stay in there and wait is he now tired is he frustrated like it just kills the mood if he's not in a good headspace because he just had to take 10 minutes to get up and down the ramp and that's like that's why I get like I said, I'm, I'm working on not being frustrated as much as a human because I feel like for me everything is a fight. I feel yes. like or figure I have to figure out something. It's never just oh let's do something. Like I'm I was annoyed this morning because I was trying to get a wheelchair. Of course the wheelchair costs four thousand dollars, but it's what I think I need, and they're trying to say no. Um, but we got a beach trip coming up. Mm-hmm. I got to call this week to make sure they're situated. Right. I gotta call right. the hotel, make sure they got my stuff situated, make sure there's an accessible room, make sure I can get in. I'm not pressed about it as much anymore because I have a couple chair that go with me. So I'm grateful that if people mess up, I'm thankful that I have the ability to maneuver. But it's a simple fact of how much work you have to do. That other people, able-bodied people, don't have to do. I'll be tired, bro. And I don't. That's why I don't go nowhere. That's why I try to make my, make my house as much fun as possible. But you can't do that when you have other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, you can't stay in the house. Can't they can't house. stay in the house. It's and not we healthy. also have a kid. Exactly. Who, who needs to have life experiences? One yeah. um, we shared the video in our stories, and somebody asked me, you know, where, where does the change come in? And you know, if you're curious as well as to where the change comes in, it comes in from it not being just a fight for the people that need it. It comes in from um, just being an ally, just being somebody who wants to fight for this community to have the same rights as everybody else. And you know, change can start right at home where you are. So if you see a restaurant or if you see a curb cut, um, anything in your area that you think could potentially use change, you know, you reach out and you find your local government. You don't, you don't wait for us to tell you how yeah. to help. Yes. You do the work to find out how to help because the same way he just shared that, you know, he woke up this morning and had to deal with not being able to get the wheelchair that he needs. He, that's this morning. He still has to make it through his day as a wheelchair user in a manual chair and sometimes by the time you do all the things that you have to do for yourself you don't have anything left to fight for your rights as individuals in this country and so it does suck because you know then we have to worry about like our places that we go for her or things that look fun for us to do with her that may not be accessible or you know he may feel guilty about me having to do things with her that he can't do with her like one of the things he said to me i think before we even had noel was that you know i might have to be okay living a life where i do things with our kid that he just won't be a part of making memories with our kid so that i'm not missing out so if there are things like parasailing or hanging out on a yacht that like you know maybe something that i might want to do and he doesn't want me to not feel like I can't have those experiences because they're harder for him. And then it also sucks because, I mean, I'm grateful that we do have friends and family that potentially don't mind traveling with us. But it takes away from the intimacy of what we created to just be our own small little family to have to ask people to be able to go places with us so that he has the help that he needs. Um, you know, and things like that. Like, Leon is a thrill seeker. He likes roller coasters. I do not. Noel likes roller coasters, but then it's kind of like certain rides and certain parks. I, I like, I'm like tech. We are like going through our list of friends of like who likes roller coasters, who can be the friend that we can take with us to like Disney when we finally take her. Because I think for me, it would be, um, it would be a really hard yeah. trip. I know yeah. that like Disney is for the kids, yeah, and I want it to be about her. But that's a lot of anxiety for me to yeah. have to do ride after ride after ride after ride. 
because I want her to be able to have a great trip as opposed to really being able to lean into somebody else who really enjoys those type of things to be able for her to enjoy it, that person to enjoy it, and me to be able to like <laughs> keep my sanity. But because Leon can't, that makes it harder because he would be the parent that could do these things. Let's I wanna see though. I'm trying I'm I'm I mean I, the reality of it is really hard as a quad. But I know a lot of my friends that are T level because I am technically a T level. I mean I'm part T level. Um I think as I'm losing weight, as I'm relearning my body in this 15 years, and like I, I, I think I'm learning, I'm able to do a little more. So I'm now I'm definitely trying to see can I get in a roller coaster, even if they ain't gonna let me get in. Like, who gonna throw me in there? <laughs> I'm not throwing you in there, <laughs> bro. Help me. And then I always have this fear of like, if, it's if something goes yes. wrong, and then. First of all, that's embarrassing in the park. But then also, our kid is there. And I'm trying not to have her feel so traumatized by what is actually her norm. But I don't want her to, like, live a life of fear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's already... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, she's already had to experience leaving the house and maybe going to camp or going somewhere. One day, we went to get ice cream and came back and he was gone because he had to get whisked away in the ambulance. And so, like... These things are traumatic for a kid her age that I don't want this to be her life that she always has to consider her dad first. I do want her to be caring and I do want her to be empathetic, but I don't want her, yes, to not live her life because of um, his injury. Um, so, yeah, it's, it is a lot to consider. Even just, like, I thought about this this morning, and this maybe should probably be another episode, but just, like, the accessibility of our house, me trying to figure out how to let her have the toys that she wants we have games that I don't know where to put. It's trash. She yeah, wants more toys. So you know, her birthday's coming up. Then I mean, and then Christmas is around the corner. And then we're considering getting a pet. And it's kind of like, where do all of these things go? Where, because we're also kind of like leaning into that Montessori parenting style, that um, I want everything to be able to be within her reach and within his reach. And so that means you can't build up. You can't stack up. I can't put shelving high in be able to utilize all of that space above to be able to have all the things that we still need. And so it it makes it really interesting. Even in us thinking about, you know, when where we move to next, what kind of house do we want next? Everybody else gets to be like, oh, bro. I got the whole basement. Yeah, we got the same yeah. floor. And that's what I'm thinking with therapy because at least I know, I ain't, I mean, I'm not crazy. It's just, it's a lot. I deal with a lot. Yeah, I deal with a lot that a lot of people don't know, and I deal with a lot that I haven't for a long time tell you that I deal with mentally. Right. For a long time, I would just deal with it, it was just the all in my head because it just felt easier. Yeah, and then there's people who think that because something is better than nothing. That was one of the comments that she got on that video was like, "Oh, we should kind of be grateful that at least there is a ramp of some sort. Be grateful for what you have." And it's kind of like if you were somebody who could walk talk see you have the full use of your legs and arms your vision all of those things like nobody would tell you that nobody would tell you to be grateful that you went to a restaurant and there was only standing room oh at least you got in the restaurant stand up and eat your food you know what no, I mean? like it's just it's no just more. interesting the things that people expect is able people to settle for but no. they don't have to settle for and so. like that is the basis behind ableism and why this world well I, i'm gonna say this country because we haven't explored many other countries, is not built for people with disabilities when it should be because there's such a great percentage of them. 
like there's so many different types of disabilities and people with disabilities that we should be living in a world that everybody feels included and able to go places and be in spaces and this is nothing against other communities and maybe it's unfair to even mention them but we people do fight a lot for lgbtq people fight a lot for same-sex marriages but there it seems it doesn't seem to be enough fight for people with disabilities and it does affect the day in and day out we got into a car accident we had to get a rental car leon has he's nervous about what they're going to give us because we had to make our car work for him and that's not something that a rental car company is going to do is to make sure that what they give us works for him because the cost of an accessible van is expensive so we don't have an actual accessible van van because there's also other parts of it that we don't have and maybe that could be a whole nother episode to talk about accessible uh, vehicles and stuff but that's things that people don't have to you know think about or consider um i want to leave i mean well i have a last thought i'm just i really want to have a last thought this episode of that's all i'm done go ahead um, I just I think this is this is a new world we and everyone talks about new media we got new world or not the world order I ain't gonna say that but it's like a new media and I don't think if you have a disability we don't have to settle and that's how I feel I'm I'm done settling for whatever anybody wants to give me respectfully I'm not gonna I was I was going to be disrespectful about it but there's a way to do it respectfully there's a way to do it with an order. And I'm not settling for nothing no more. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I want to live life. I want to be able to enjoy my life. I want to live and not have to worry about all this handicap stuff. Can I add to your final thought? Sure. And I think that regardless of how that person ended up there, because I think there are people who feel like, oh, you were in the wrong place at the wrong time, or your injury was brought on by yourself because you did something you probably shouldn't have done. Regardless of how this person ended up there, that we are still here. Exactly. There are still people living in this world who need help and assistance, and that should not be too much to ask. So we thank you guys for listening. We will see you in two weeks. Bye. Like, share, subscribe, please. Yo, yes, like, share, subscribe. Do Comment your, below. Do if you all have any stars. thoughts, if you have any comments, if you have any opinions, please comment below. Thank you so much. See you next week. Bye.